I am not a doctor, but I'm really, really good at finding and hiring the right kind of doctor. And I'm not afraid to ask questions. And for years and years, I worked kind of in the herbal supplement industry and I worked around the Christopher family. Now, for people who are hardcore herbalists, they know who Dr. Christopher is. He was kind of the first American herbalist. And I got to work with his son and his daughter. And, and they used to send me around to tour with a speaker that they had called Dr. Mom. And we would just talk about how these herbs would work. And, and I started learning and hanging around them. And Dr. Christopher had this saying. He saw his mom very sick as he was growing up. And he said, I want to become the kind of doctor who heals people without cutting them. And he did that. And he was thrown in jail even for, he would make claims about cancer. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense, common knowledge, or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do, but only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs, the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have uh, Ricky Brandon. He's the co-founder of Hormone Balance Centers. He's a health and wellness advocate. Him and his wife, Candy, started Hormone Balance Centers because they felt like they couldn't find a high level of care they wanted for their own family. So they spent years of searching and thousands of hours in training and research, trial and error, and they've come to a system that's able to help themselves and, and patients. So Ricky, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Well, good. Well, tell me a bit about your journey. How did you open up these uh, these centers and what was like your main goal in doing so? Yeah. So originally, gosh, I was just interested in this stuff. Now, just as my disclaimer is I am not a doctor, but I'm really, really good at finding and hiring the right kind of doctor. And I'm not afraid to ask questions. And for years and years, I worked kind of in the herbal supplement industry and I worked around the Christopher family. Now, for people who are hardcore herbalists, they know who Dr. Christopher is. He was kind of the first American herbalist. And I got to work with his son and his daughter. And, and they used to send me around to tour with a speaker that they had called Dr. Mom. And we would just talk about how these herbs would work. And, and I started learning and hanging around them. And Dr. Christopher had this saying. He saw his mom very sick as he was growing up. And he said, I want to become the kind of doctor who heals people without cutting them. And he did that. And he was thrown in jail even for, he would make claims about cancer and he would help people live many years past when they were die. And because he was making claims around cancer, they threw him in jail actually for a while. Even when the families would come up and testify and say, no, he made, he made their quality of life better and they lived longer and, and things like that. So that just piqued my curiosity. So as I grew older and I got married and we started having kids, we ended up having our kid with a midwife, not because I'm anti-doctor, but I was visiting a doctor and a midwife and I would ask the doctor questions. I asked more questions than my wife did. I would ask the doctor questions and he would say, eh, don't worry about it. That's for me to worry about. Then we would have a follow-up appointment with the midwife because I was originally just going to the midwife for great prenatal care. And then I would ask the midwife a question and she would talk for 45 minutes and teach us. And at the end of the 45 minutes, our anxiety and fear around childbirth just went way down. 
But every time I went to the doctor and asked, he'd say, yeah, don't worry about it. That's my problem. And so by the end, we, my wife and I decided, gosh, the midwife has actually delivered more babies than the doctor. And she seems to really know what she's talking about. And so we went with the midwife to deliver our first baby. My wife had all kinds of anxiety because she had had back surgery and things like this. And they told her all sorts of terrible things that would happen to her when during childbirth. And none of them happened. The midwife was okay with all of them. And when we told the doctor we were thinking of having our baby at home, he actually sent us a discharge letter three days later because he now viewed us as high risk. And then I worked around hormone doctors and and things like that and just, just kind of staying around this stuff and found out as my wife had our fourth child, she was depressed. We had some complications with that and he was in the NICU. And my wife was a little hesitant to go to a hormone replacement specialist, even though I was working around a 20-year veteran, one of the first guys to do hormone replacement therapy here in Utah. I've been working with him, been friends with him for years and, and helped him develop his programs and stuff like that. Not because I'm a doctor, I helped him develop the marketing for his programs. And man, I learned so much. We made so many videos. I felt more educated than his office staff because I spent so much time with him. He and I were like joined at the hip for years and years and years. And so I felt like I got first class training from him. And then my wife started having issues. You know, you can't be a prophet in your own backyard sometimes. And I'm telling her, look, Dr. Jones can help. Look, Dr. Jones can help. And he did. Finally, she went, you know, we were going to the gym and working hard and she just still felt terrible. One day I came home from work and she's sitting on the couch and she looks up at me with these puppy dog eyes and she says, Ricky, I am so thirsty, but I just don't have the energy. I just don't feel like getting up off the couch to get a drink of water. Will you please bring me a drink of water? Mm. And I could see the desperation in her face. She had nothing left in her cup to give. You know, you can't give from an empty cup. And so after some long conversations, we went to see Dr. Jones and he helped us both tremendously. Later, I'll talk about men and men's depression and and hormones and things like that. But I had had the same problem and Dr. Jones helped me. I finally convinced my wife to go. My wife's way smarter than me. She's actually a molecular biologist and used to do cancer marker testing, myriad genetics. And she's way, I married up. Let me just say that, Richard. Mm. And, and so she knows this stuff. And it was really funny to me that I couldn't convince her to go, like even though the biology makes sense to her. And then when she went within two weeks, well, within the first week, she started sleeping better through the night. Second week, she started losing weight and it's not about vanity and it's not about weight, but she's standing on the scale in our bathroom. She looks up at me and she starts crying and she says, oh my gosh, if this is all it was and I waited so long, I'm going to be so mad. She's not mad because she found a solution. She's mad that she waited so long. And the answer was right there. So fast forward, Dr. Jones retires. For two years, we're looking for a doctor and nobody would think the same way he did. So I'm talking to him one day and I said, Dr. Jones, will you mentor me? Will you help me start a clinic? Because so many people aren't being helped. And he said, absolutely. I said, I'm not a doctor. He goes, it doesn't matter. You're smarter than half the people I ever worked with. And I, I don't say that to brag, but I take it as a huge compliment because sometimes common sense isn't so common. And um, so he began coaching me. I went to the same trainings that he went too. I'm sitting in rooms full of doctors taking the same trainings. And what I became good at is interviewing doctors 
and hiring them and finding doctors who in their corporate jobs were no longer allowed to practice medicine the way they wanted to. You know, they, they have this idea. They want to help people. I believe every doctor gets into that business because they want to help people. They go to school right. and then they're put into a corporate situation where there are protocols placed around them that they are forced to follow and they treat people from the labs. And, and when I started talking to them and painting the picture of our clinic that in our clinic, if you need to spend an hour talking to someone so you can tra- treat the patient instead of just treat the labs, you can ask them how they feel and you can adjust their prescriptions and their supplements based on how they feel, not just on the lab work. And even if you need to go outside of the suggested levels of the labs, I pay you enough, I give you enough time, and I support you in doing that. And their eyes light up because they, they get excited about the idea of being able to practice medicine the way they imagined when they first went to school. And so that's what I'm really doing. I'm providing opportunities for these doctors to practice medicine the way they want to instead of the way they have to. And we'll send them to all the same education that I went to, you know, because I can't write a prescription. They can, <laughs> but I can create an environment where we treat people. Okay. So when you say hormone replacement therapy for men and women, what are some of the common hormones that like go out of whack? You know, what are some of the treatment protocols that are common? Yeah, sure. Well, the easiest one to talk about is menopause, perimenopause, menopause, and all of that. So many women are plagued with menopause symptoms and their doctors are terrified of hormones. In fact, they tell them the hormones will cause cancer when in fact they don't. They're just prescribing the wrong type of hormones. So the difference is bioidentical hormones versus synthetic. Bioidentical means if you took like a progesterone molecule out of your body and looked at it under a microscope and you took a bioidentical compounded progesterone made in a pharmacy, in a compounding pharmacy, and you put them next to each other, they're going to look exactly the same. You cannot tell the difference. But if you take progesterone, like the same progesterone that's in birth control, which really messes a lot of people up, whether they know it or not, that's called medroxyprogesterone acetate. So they take the bioidentical form, the regular progesterone that's made from soy or wild yam, and then they add an acetate and a methyl group to it. And that turns it into a drug that they can, you know, patent and sell for a lot of money, but it's different. And those extra pieces they add to it are the parts that cause cancer. They cause it to work differently in your body. And the biggest one of this was, was a drug called Premarin or Prempro, and it was an estrogen progesterone compound and, and it did cause cancer. And there was a, a, a story that came out, it's called the, the Women's Health Initiative, and it came out in the Journal of American Medicine around two, 2002, and it showed that hormones are bad. So, But it was talking about these synthetic hormones. When I can show you study after study after study where the bioidentical hormones actually prevent cancer. In fact, when they used to do cancer surgeries on women, they would wait until they were at the point in their cycle when the progesterone was at the highest because it stopped the spread of cancer. And it actually would kind of envelop the cancer tumors and keep them contained and and they were easier to remove. So, you know, I'm really trying to remove the fear around this because so many people look, if hormones were bad, we would take all women's ovaries out when they turn 30. But this kind of fear or this hype around the wrong kind of hormones, around these hormone drugs, 
are making people afraid to take hormones at all. So, so many women suffer, suffer, suffer. The regular menopause track for women is they maybe go on hormones for a little while. Their doctor says you don't want to stay on them too long. They feel great while they're on them. And then they take them away, which I'm glad they do okay. because they were giving them the wrong kind. They were giving them the, the cancer-causing kind. Their hot flashes come back. They don't sleep. They're irritable. And, you know, if you're not sleeping, lots of other things go wrong. They're depressed. Yeah. And so they're going to the doctor, telling them this, telling them this. And eventually, they put them on an antidepressant. Well, they're not depressed because they're of those chemicals that are in the antidepressants, right? They're, they're depressed because their estrogen is too low. And they need, to they need to take some estrogen. They need to balance it with some progesterone. So if we have a problem because the estrogen is low, why don't we give them estrogen? Well, because your doctor, you know, it just has a handful of hours on hormones, on these hormones at a school where they're, they're sponsored by the drug companies, you know, and they're, they're just told, here's the protocol, follow the protocol. But when they get education, when they get the right education, then they start treating people and they're feeling good. They're feeling great. And they're actually getting healthier. I've seen some people seem to get younger as they get older. It's amazing. Before we continue. I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click on Support Us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click support us today. Now back to the show. Okay. So this is mostly hormone replacement. Yep. Um, are there other protocols that you do with the clinic or is this the primary thing that you guys do? The primary thing is hormone replacement, but we also use herbal supplements. So there's, we start with a blood test, of course. Sometimes there's over-the-counter stuff like DHEA, which is a precursor to making hormones. It, so let's say their cortisol is high. We're going to get them some DHEA and some other herbs that are called adaptogen herbs. And these adaptogen herbs are like ashwagandha, holy basil, maca, rhodiola. And these will help. They're, they're amazing. They'll regulate up or down uh, the hormones and adrenals along what's called what's called the HPA axis, right? And they'll adapt. If you need more, they'll they'll help those hormones push up or push down. And so we'll use herbal remedies. We'll use that. So the idea, if you think about my wife, she was overweight and she felt exhausted. There was nothing left in her cup to give. And she would sacrifice herself to take care of the family. And you go to a doctor and the doctor looks at your labs and he says, well, your ranges are normal. Those labs come back with all ranges normal. Even her, yeah. even her iron was low and they just said, take an iron supplement. She was taking this iron supplement for years. And she, then she gets tested from Dr. Jones, who is the protocols that I follow now. And he goes, wow, your, your iron is through the floor. What are you doing? She goes, I'm taking an iron supplement. And every time I go to the doctor, he says, just keep taking the supplement. And he's like, I don't know how you're standing up. You should go for an infusion. Your iron is so low. You're so anemic. He goes, please don't tell me you're vegetarian. She goes, no, I eat meat. And he goes, well, then obviously the iron supplement you're taking isn't being absorbed. And so he gave her 
uh, an enzyme, a digestive enzyme, and he changed her iron supplement. And then he gave her a certain schedule to follow while taking it. She began having energy again. She began losing weight. Now, I believe even if he just only changed that iron supplement, it would be amazing. She she would have felt a million times yeah. better just with that. But then he gave her some progesterone. She was on thyroid medication because she had uh, had a part of her thyroid out. We doubled the medication. How do you know what will work if, if the labeling on supplements and hormones doesn't tell you if they're the good or bad versions of them? This is the hard part, right? You have to find a doctor who has the heart of a teacher, and they'll talk with you. That's why if you come back to our clinic after getting your labs, we're going to spend an hour going line by line, and people come out feeling so validated. Natural progesterone is really called progesterone. And it's made in a compounding pharmacy. And it does need to come by prescription to get high enough levels. There are in health food stores progesterone creams that are made from yams. They do have bioidentical progesterone in it. But you can't get enough of it for some people. The dose just isn't high enough. They do help many, many people over the counter. So then when we're looking at stuff like iron, um, regular iron that most supplements, sometimes it's price. I mean, cheap iron supplements, they just don't absorb into your body. They cause terrible constipation. So many people, you know, they'll sell th say things like, well, when I'm pregnant, I get constipated. It's because they put you on a bad iron supplement to keep your blood levels up. It's, it's the iron that's causing the constipation. But if you're taking something that comes from natural forms, it's plant-based instead of just throwing some cheap iron compound in there, then then it works, right? And you don't get constipated and your body can use it. It's kind of like, it's kind of, you could sort of think of this. If I go out and, and grab a handful of dirt and there's all kinds of minerals in that and I throw it in my mouth and I chew it up and I swallow it, there might be a few in there that I'll absorb. But otherwise, I'm going to push it through my system, hopefully. But if you get alfalfa, and it grows deep. If you've ever seen an alfalfa root, man, those things go way deep. And then a cow comes along and he eats the alfalfa and that's where he gets the vitamins and minerals from because the alfalfa absorbed that is made so it can absorb that from the dirt. Right. And you take the alfalfa. So, so we kind of want to do whole food things. Now, now, yeah, hormones are a little scary to some people because they are prescribed and they, and they have all kinds of misperceptions around hormones. We're doing progesterone, estrogen, testosterone. We give us supplements for DHEA, which are precursors that help your body make those. We'll give you adaptogen herbs to help your adrenal glands work, to, to help regulate cortisol and other things like that. And we'll give you the proper iron supplements. And that's kind of where we live. If there's other things, yes, our doctors will suggest other things. Sometimes... People are going on red light therapy for certain things, and and and. Well, and, what about for men that have, let's say, low te low testosterone? I see, you know, I see, and I've been to clinics where they give you injections of testosterone yeah. creams, pills. There's, no one ever says why you have low testosterone, but what have you guys seen, and what are some of the reasons or you know possible remedies you've seen? Yeah, so a large number of men have complaints that are non-sexual. They have chronic fatigue. They feel tired. They lack energy and focus. Like their drive is gone. They might feel mm. a little weepy. Some of them, they seem to have lost much of their drive, you know, of how they thought they used to be and how they'd like to be. And so many people are advertising low T, low T, low T, and they think it's to build muscle and for sexual function. But sometimes depression in men is low testosterone, that drive to get up, to go work in your business, to do even to do a hobby. 
right? And women need testosterone too. Most women need very So let me tell you the range, if you go get a lab test right now, the normal range for testosterone, depending on the lab, is going to say the normal range is like 300 to 900. That's a huge range. That means if you're at 301, technically your doctor is going to say, yeah, you're in the normal range, but you're going to feel All like crap. All doctors do that, yeah. Right, if you're one inside, you're okay. If you're one outside, it's bad. Never mind yeah. if it's the low end or a high end of the range. Yeah. So a regular endocrinologist won't treat you until you're below. That's like saying the poverty line. I don't know what the poverty line is right now, but let's say it's $25,000 a year. And if you're at $25,050, you're not in poverty yet. Why go get a better job? Let's wait till you're completely in poverty. Let's say the poverty range is 25 to 40. The guy at $39,000 is living way better than the guy at 2550. And so, you know, this is the same thing with your hormones and levels. And these levels, I could show you on a chart where they've been changing year after year after year. If you go back, oh, 30 years, testosterone levels, a, a little more than that, 40 years, the normal range was 400 to 1300. Now you ask yourself, why do they keep lowering it? Well, these ranges are made by insurance actuaries. They're not like they tested people and they go, this is the healthy range. I recently got a colonoscopy and my blood pressure went way down. And we were talking about blood pressure, the nurse. And she said, hey, did you know they're going to change the normal blood pressure range? They're going to add about five points. They're talking about trying to add five points to the top of it. And I said, why? And she goes, well, I don't know. For the same reason, they've expanded the, uh, the heart health parameters on pilots for the airlines yeah well they're actually different reasons but i mean the the idea is you're not gonna die if we had five points you're not gonna die at that range and think of the money we'll save in prescriptions Mm. and and i know that that sounds a little bit like i've got my foil hat on right and and i'm going full-blown conspiracy but it's the truth so i have a patient right now who is in school to become a, a physician's assistant and he came because he was and I have his permission to share a story. I won't share his name. He was going to quit school. He is young. He's married. He's around 30 years old. His He has a couple kids going to school all day. And he's just like, I can't go anymore. I am so tired. We test him. His hormones were messed up, specifically his testosterone and a few other things with his adrenal gland. We got him on testosterone. He came back within within two months. He's like, man, I feel so great. I feel like my old self again. and He's continued in school. He's like, you saved. That's the words he used. Now, as he's going through school, because we've become friends, he calls me and tells me what they're teaching him in school. And because we educated him, he raises his hand and he asks those questions about the testosterone ranges. He's about one year left. I'm surprised they haven't thrown him out, man. Yeah. He called me the other day and he said, it's confirmed. What you've been teaching me is confirmed. My teacher did say they're lowering the ranges because Medicare does not want to pay for testosterone. And so they've changed the ranges to put more people outside of the range. Now, what does testosterone do? I've seen it reverse. Now, I, I, I can't really make this claim, but I'm going to tell you what I've seen it do. I've seen it reverse multiple times. Type 2 diabetes. Testosterone. Yes, testosterone. In both mm. men and women. Increases, uh, it decreases visceral fat increases muscle tone. And guess what? Your heart is a muscle. Some people will say if your testosterone's too high, men are going to have a stroke. No, it does quite the opposite. Your visceral 
fat starts going away, your heart becomes stronger when done in the right way. The people that abuse it, yes. I but I, you got to take an awful lot to abuse it. What, like what muscle builders are taking seen, a lot. Right, yeah. I'm sure they're taking tons. What forms have you seen work for people? Is it the injection or is it a cream or a pill or you know, do you yeah. have any insight there? What yeah, works sure. and what doesn't? Sure. Injections work the best for men. Creams work the best for women. If you just need a little bit, the creams are great. Women also, I've <laughs> I've seen testosterone work better at bone density than osteoporosis medication. And the osteoporosis medications, they're telling you, oh, you should only be on them two to three years. You can be on for the rest of your life and it will increase your bone density also. So osteoporosis mm-hmm. is reversing. So I like the creams and the injections. The injections get you enough. Now, some people have pellets. I don't know if you've seen come on the scene. They're kind of becoming in vogue to have these hormone pellets. To, they're, yeah, they're they these, cut you open and they put them in a pocket, and, you know, leave them in there. and then. It, yeah, I don't like it either. And here's one reason I don't like it. Because we're treating the person and not the labs and not everybody reacts the same. Some people need a little more. Some people react to just a little bit. If you go put a pellet in me, you can't adjust that. I've had people come into our clinic. Their hormones are raging. They all of a sudden have acne and they go, what do I do? I got this pellet and I go, wait four months and come back and see me. I like creams and injections and capsules because I can adjust them up. I can meet with you weekly if I need to. How did you feel this week? Let's go a little higher. Let's go a little lower and find your half. That's the problem with these ranges. They're based on averages of healthy people, sick people, old people, young people. And then they come up with this app. I'm going to find your normal, your high optimal. And just like that poverty <laughs> level thing. I don't want to live in low, low normal. I want to live in high op and I want to fight off cancer. I want to fight off sleep disorders. I want my brain to stay functional. We have one patient. She's 83 years old. She's still working. She's a nurse and she comes in here once a month and visits with our doctor. She's filled with spunk and she says, I've been on hormone for 15 years. She used to be a patient of the other doctor and she came, comes to us now because, because <laughs> we think the way he does, you know. Just quick question. What about the Um, I know that some people get lumps that just don't go away. I think maybe because of the carrier oil. I know some of them are like cottonseed and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you seen uh, people have trouble with the uh, the injections of testosterone? Yes, I I have, and usually they keep injecting in the same place. They don't they don't move it up. So you can do it in right right above in your in your glute muscle, right? And you can do your thighs. And usually they're they're kind of alternating between two, and they stay there. Sometimes it's the oil. There's maybe an allergy to the oil, but usually. What I've seen is it's it's repeating too many times in the same injection site. And so, you know, switching it around. Yeah, it does get sore and there's this lump that kind of lives there for a while. Testosterone is a pretty thick, the oil, but we can change the oils. The compounding pharmacy can change the oil from cottonseed to, to whatever else. But yeah, no, nice. it's, you know, if, if someone's really worried about it, we can start on a cream. If they just have a fear of injections, we can do the cream and, and they can get enough cream. But, you know, then the other thing is like, let's say you're doing a cream and you, you're rubbing it on and you have it on you and you're now going to pick up your kids and hold your kids. There is a, a possibility of transference from your skin to theirs. Uh, depends on where you rub it, though. Okay. Um, so what, where can you, uh, where can your clinic serve? Can you do telemedicine? Like what states or areas can people oh, come to you? In? Yeah, we, we can do telemedicine in every state and it's not really a lesser experience. <laughs> so let's say you're doing your first visit 
we're going to send you to a lab where you live and you'll get your lab results. They'll fax them to us or send them to us. And then we'll even send you a worksheet. And so then you get on telemedicine, like a Zoom call, and you'll be visiting with the doctor and he'll talk you through this worksheet and you'll go lab result by lab result and answer and ask any questions you want. And it usually takes an hour. And by the end, people come out in tears. They're like, oh my gosh, for the first time, I feel like the doctor's listening to me. I feel validated. He, he, he almost predicted how I'm feeling, you know, because we've seen it so many times. And it really is, it really is changing lives. I don't know how to say it. So where, better where, can than get, uh, where can people go to uh, find out if, if they can see my clinic? Where should they go? Sure. So I'm, I'm actually, I'd love to give away my book to everyone who wants it. So I've set up a website hmm. to give away the book. The title of the book is Do Your Hormones Have You Dragging, Sagging, and Nagging? Feeling Great Again might just, might be just a few pages away. So this is at freehormonebook.com. You're going to read stories in here like my wife who couldn't get off the couch to get a drink of water. And then we list in here the exact tests that we do. We list in here our protocols. And yeah, you can go download that book. And then in there, there's a way to contact us. But our, our clinics are at Hormone Balance Centers with an S, so it's plural, dot com. And most insurances will cover the lab work. And, you know, it's funny. They don't, the insurance doesn't cover vitamin D. I want to test your vitamin D3. And most insurance companies deny that. So we just have you pay for that one if your insurance company denies it. But it's beyond me why they won't cover a D3 test. It's it's crazy. And you deal with men and women. Do you deal with uh, teenage kids or their age limit, the lower age limit? We do deal with teenagers. We have a, quite a few teenage patients. You know, I, I mean, this sounds controversial. Birth control messes up so many teenagers. And I, I've heard the story so many times of a mother comes in with her daughter who's 21, 22 years old. Uh, also, I, I know I sound ADD here, but the ages of menopause symptoms is getting younger and younger. I've seen it as early as 30 years old. And, um, but yeah, we have some wow. teenagers that are just irritable and believe it or not, doctors are putting them on birth control just to help regulate their, their emotions. And it's not because they're promiscuous or anything like that. And I would much rather them be on a natural progesterone, which will do the same thing and do it even better than have them on these medications that mess them up depending on how many years you're on these birth control pills they'll they'll mess you up or these i you know the inserts and man so we've got i've heard this story so many times a mother will come in with her daughter she's just been married a short time they'll say she's putting on weight she's irritable we don't know what to do with her you know and i go well what are you doing are you on birth control and they say yeah before she got married we went to the doctor and and the doctor just kind of wrote her a prescription for birth control. And within a couple months, she starts putting on weight. She's a little bit irritable because they're messing with her hormones. <laughs> what a great way to start a marriage, right? Start putting on the pounds yeah, and, yeah, and be grouchy yeah. with each other. <laughs> so yes, we treat men, we treat women, old, young. I'm going to be really hesitant to put a young man on testosterone. I'm going to probably uh, push them to to try to do some natural things to boost their testosterone if they're low. We are not just a vanity clinic. So many places they'll just test your testosterone. I won't only test testosterone. I'll I'll check your thyroid because there might be other things on uh, going on that are causing these 
symptoms of depression and lack of drive. Yeah, sex bonding hormones, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, our, kind of our motto is to help you feel great again and then help you live a wellness lifestyle. And yeah, you can do some of this by living a wellness lifestyle. If you're just drained and you go to the doctor or you go to a fitness coach and they say, yeah, we're going to, we're going to make you eat this complex, really strict diet and we're going to do this. And you haven't even had the energy to do anything. And now they're going to give you this regimen that you've got to follow and you, you've got nothing in you. Sometimes you need the hormones. And then you can live a really great mm. wellness lifestyle. And then you have the energy. You have a little bit in your cup to give now and work with. What other questions do you have? I feel like I've just been blabbering on here. No, no, that's that's what I wanted to know. I know each person's situation is different, uh, but I wanted to see who you help and how. So I think you answered them. Yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll tell, tell you real quick what to, we uh, you know, Where to find the clinics. We're good. Yeah, our, our common tests are cortisol, DHEA, ferritin, which is iron. Free T3, free T4, and TSH. That's your, that's your thyroid. The problem is so many times doctors are just looking at your TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone. They go, that's normal. So you don't have a thyroid problem, but the other ones T3 and T4. So T4 converts in the liver to T3, which is what gives you your energy and, and helps you regulate your metabolism. So your TSH might be great. Your T4 might be high and that's changing your TSH, <laughs> but your T3 might be through the floor, which th they rarely test. Now, some really good doctors are starting to teach uh, to test those, but sometimes it's a conversion issue. The T4 is not converting to T3. So on the outside, your thyroid looks normal, but you need T3. And then what do they prescribe? They prescribe Synthroid or Levothyroxine, which is 100% T4. And if you're having a problem converting T4 to T3, so you have energy, that medicine is not going to work for you. So we get you a different medicine. We get you a mix of T3 and T4. We'll check you for diabetes. We'll test your A1Cs, your fasting ins insulin. We'll test your estradiol, which is the natural form of estrogen. So when you hear me talk about estrogen, I'm really talking about estradiol. Your free and total testosterone. Your free testosterone is what's available to be used. Your, your vitamin D. And then we're going to check you for something called Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease, which surprisingly a lot of people have and they don't know it. It's an autoimmune disease that causes your immune system to attack your thyroid. So we have a test on that. We check your progesterone, your B12. For women, we'll test FS, FSH and LH. That's kind of to test where they're at in the phase of uh, menopause. And of course, with men, we'll test your, your PSA levels you know, for prostate. And that's where we start. And then, you know, unless you have some weird symptoms that don't fall into that. Okay. Well, very good, Ricky. Um, again, can you just read the clinic and get the free book and then we'll wrap? Uh, yeah. So uh, you kind of broke up. What was, uh, say that one more time. I'm sorry. If you would just restate the name of the book, the website to get it, and then the name of your clinic so people can find them. Yep. It's Do Your Hormones Have You Dragon, Sagging, and Nagging? And you can get it at freehormonebook.com, just like it sounds, <laughs> spelled just like it sounds. Just go to freehormonebook.com. I'm going to send you the, the electronic version and the audiobook version. So if you don't like to read, you can download the audiobook to your phone and just give it a listen there. It's getting great reviews from the people who read it, and, and it's helping a lot of people. The clinic can be found at Hormone Balance Centers with an S, not balanced, but balance. So just like it sounds, hormone balance centers. 
We, you'll know you have the right one if it's in, if it's in Pleasant Grove, Utah, but we serve people all across the nation through telemedicine. And even, gosh, I'm all about helping people. You can find my email address on the website, or if you want it, it's, it's rbrandon at hormonebalancecenters.com. I am here to answer questions. So even if you're not going to come to my clinic and you have some question about a hormone, I love to teach you. I'd love to answer those questions for you. If you have a question about a doctor and something he's telling you, I'd be happy to answer that for you. I'd even be happy to go look up the doctor and see what kind of his philosophy is and tell you if he's someone who I think thinks the right way and is prescribing the right kind of medicine and things like that. So yeah, you can feel great again. And I I would love to help you do that. Excellent. Well, again, Ricky, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, unfortunately, it's rare, the work that you guys do. But if uh, someone has a problem that's not just run-of-the-mill, then they need uh, non-run-of-the-mill help, which sounds like uh, your clinic. So, Yeah, we think outside the box. We really do. And, and our clinicians are, are so good. And they come from such a background of not just prescribing also herbs and other alternative therapies. So, but yeah, we focus on hormones. So thank you, Richard, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the finding genius podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.